Welcome to part two of Health System CIO's interview with Kathy Ross, CIO at Broward Health. In this segment, Ross talks about the valuable lessons she learned during her time with Ascension Information Services, how being active in Chime has helped mold her career, and what she believes are the most important qualifications in today's health IT leader. The following Health System CIO podcast is brought to you by LK, a nationwide leader in healthcare connectivity. Decommission your legacy systems with LK Archive. All systems, all data, one consolidated solution. Retain 100% of your legacy data at 20% of the cost with LK Archive. For more information, visit lk.com. That's E-L-L-K-A-Y dot com. So what was it about this particular role that appealed to you? As I mentioned earlier, it's, it's like starting a new organization. It's being at the foundation of what Broward Health is going to be to the community. And it's exciting to be a part of that base level and developing it and being part of that team. That's one of my primary reasons I came is it's such a challenge and such an opportunity. When you look back at some of the other roles you had, especially with at Ascension, which is probably about as uh, complex as health systems get, how are you able to, to draw from that experience? Well, as you said, uh, Ascension is an extremely complex organization, and I, I was there for quite a while, and it taught me how to work at a matrix environment, how to be an influencer and to make sure that you're partnering. I mean, it really taught me all that I mean, because there were so many different levels and different divisions that you had to, to work with. It really developed that skill. I'm using it every day in my role today. Right. And I'm sure that it comes with challenges but also advantages when you're in such a large organization. Yeah, there's nothing that's all good or all bad. <laughs> there's both. And, and, you know, you take the good with the bad, but you learn how to deal with it. Right. You mentioned before your experience as, as a respiratory therapist, and I would imagine that looking back at that now, it would be so interesting to think about how technology has changed that role. And it's a really interesting thing when I speak to people who are nurses, they'll say that, you know, I, I really can't imagine what it must be like. But again, there's progress, there, there are so many good things, but also more challenges. You know, there is. I mean, I think back to how I practiced when I was a respiratory therapist and to how they practice now. It's night and day different. You hit it on the head. I had challenges when I was a respiratory therapist that we didn't have the technology, but now we have the technology. The challenges are different, but equally Mm -hmm. as complex. Right. I mean, people who are coming up now, all they know is technology. Absolutely. I was just talking to some of the um, physicians about this because we've got a new solution that we're rolling out in March, and we were talking about over the next five years, what's the evolution of transcription? And as our older generation retires and the new physicians and clinicians come into the workforce, they don't know any other way except for electronic. I mean, these clinicians grew up with a cell phone and never heard of a typewriter. They're it's every day to them. To me, it's only going to help adoption of new solutions yeah. and create creative technology. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So when you think about leadership and what are some of the really important aspects, one of the things that always comes up is communication, interpersonal skills. And can you talk about how leaders can work to develop those skills and really maintain them? You know, it's... 
one of the ways that um, I've really been able to mold my career is really being a part of Chime and mm-hmm. you know, taking their courses, going to their boot camp, partnering with my other CIOs, talking through solutions. Because honestly, as a CIO, it's equally as important to have the relationships and being able to communicate the vision as it is to create that vision. You know, it took me a while to learn that, to be able to articulate it all the way across the organization, all the way down in my department, and make sure that everyone understands it and that I um, communicate it in a way that it's not just Kathy's vision, but it's the organization's vision. I mean, it is really, really important to develop those skills and whatever it takes, reading, going to Chime, doing the boot camp, talking with your peers, getting a personal coach. I mean, that's what you need to be successful as a CIO. Right. And I know that so many CIOs have mentors and do some mentoring, but I think that for some people it is still a little bit of an intimidating concept. And is this something that that you've done a good bit of work with? I have. I've been a mentor and I've had a mentor. And I think it is something that if you truly want to develop in your professional role and you want to take it to the next level, it is something that that stigma needs to go away and you just need to do it because it's only Mm -hmm. going to enhance you. I remember earlier on my career, you know, reading a lot of the self-help books and such. I remember talking to a group of the child members and saying, books are all the same. Every book I read has the same message. One of my mentors said, then look for different books. I was like, well, okay, (laughs) note to self. (laughs) (laughs) But that was a great coaching opportunity for me. Mm -hmm. I'm reading what I want to read. Stop reading what you want to read. Be more diverse. Right. Right, exactly. It's like if, if you watch the same channels or go to the same sites all the time for your news, you're going to hear a lot exactly. of Exactly, exactly. The very same concept. Yeah. As far as some of the like professional associations that, that you deal with, more of an awareness now about some of the, the challenges that women and minorities face sure. attaining leadership positions and certainly a very positive thing. But is this something where you feel like, okay, it's, it's about time that the industry came around Absolutely. I think it's great that they are, we're getting more focused attention on it. And I, honestly, I the majority of my career I've walked into meetings and I've been the only woman mm-hmm. in the meeting. It's so refreshing to see more women in IT industry, especially in healthcare. One of the things that I was extremely happy with when I walked into Broward Health as a CIO, over 50% of my leadership team are women. Oh, wow. I, That's great. I know. It's wonderful. Yeah. One of the things that was interesting that came out in some studies, some report, was that these up-and-coming startup companies, innovation companies, tend to have more equality in leadership. So that's something that could kind of seep into healthcare yeah. just from associations. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's very exciting. Okay. I know we're kind of, uh, kind of going all over the place, but really, you know, covering a lot sure. of great stuff. The last thing I would ask is, when you go to events like Chime, there are always people who are either new to the CIO role or aspiring to that level. And any kind of advice you would give on the steps that they should be taking to uh, to get to those roles and to succeed? Really, honestly, I'm a huge Chime supporter. Take the boot camp, join the mentoring portion of Chime do their online education. I mean, it really is a great organization to help you develop to where you need to be. I mean, I like HEMS, and I'm I'm also a member of ACHE, but for CIOs, Chime is hands down the one organization that can help you get to where you need to be or where you want to be. 
Yeah, it's always impressive to me the willingness that people have to uh, have a conversation, to, you know, let someone pick their brain. There, there really is a lot of that. Oh, you know, there is. And the members of CHIME and those, especially those who have gone through the CHCIO certification, I mean, they really are invested in future CIOs. I know myself, I had a position for an AVP level, and there were several people that I interviewed that were not qualified, but I I just interviewed them to coach them on what they need to do. So I spent 30 Mm -hmm. minutes on the phone with them, coaching them on what they needed to do to get to the next level because I saw that they were a member of Chimes. They had participated in the CIO certification. So just to mentor and help them because I can see that they're doing the work to get to that next level. And I think the majority of the CIOs would do the same thing I did. Yeah, that's such a helpful thing. Absolutely. You know, you think of interviews as having that one end goal of the job, but the things that you could learn just from sitting down and talking, yeah, that, that's, that's awesome. I love that. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Well, um, seems like uh, this is certainly the right role for you. Um, sounds like you're really in the right place, so that's great to hear. And I definitely want to catch up with you again soon to see how things are going. Sounds wonderful, Kate. I appreciate right. it. I'm very happy. <laughs> All right, great. Thank you so much, Kathy. Thank you, Kate. Have a good day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this podcast from healthsystemcio.com. To hear other podcasts, visit our website or subscribe to our account in iTunes at healthsystemcio.com backslash podcast.